Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Queen Conversations. This is Leah, Latisha, and Ebby here tuning in for another discussion. We are so grateful that you have joined us. Hi, ladies. Hi. <laughs> How is everybody? Doing How are fantastic. you, ladies? Doing good, doing good. How are y'all? Good, good. This is Queen Lakisa representing Charlotte, North Carolina in the house. Hope everybody Woo-hoo. is well tonight. Thank you for tuning in. And this is Queen Abby, uh, hailing out of the Dallas, Texas area. All right. And hey, Queen Abby. Queen Leah. I'm Queen Leah hailing out of Wichita, Kansas, and it's storming horribly right now. We actually have tornado sirens and warnings, so we're going to pray that we make it through. <laughs> oh, yes. Wow. Oh, we don't need um, you to be all locked up in the trees with a cow tonight. Mm. Listen, I'll be so glad to get out of Dorothy's land whenever the Lord sends us away. <laughs> well, we miss oh, you guys. I know goodness. we've been away from you guys for quite a bit of time, but we are stoked to talk about this new series entitled Modern Woman. So uh, the first question, ladies, is do you think the role of a woman has changed? We'll start with you, Lakisa. You know, the role of the woman has definitely changed. If you think back to our parents even before that, you know, um, the expectation was or um, from our eyes are men that to stay home, you know, maybe if you want, if you want to work, baby, if you don't, stay home with the kids. Um, but, you know, now, you know, these guys are asking you to, you know, go Dutch on a date. <laughs> or pay for you know pay whatever. So, um, in in that perspective, when it comes to the role of the woman, um, I know I kind of went to two different dynamics, but the role of the woman has has changed. But however, there's still a lot of traditional things going on. But I think it depends on what you allow as a woman, because we only get what we allow. So um, true. Yeah, I think it, it definitely has changed. For the better, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's been a lot more demands on women, more demanding, even as a mother, wife, whatever, auntie, grandma. It's just a single woman. It's, it's, it's a little more demanding. What do you guys think? Hmm. <laughs> I... Um... I don't know if it's changed. And I think that I I don't know if the role itself has changed or if we just have modified it in the sense that, you know, the the foundation is still there. Um, But I guess it just looks different. But it's still pretty much the same, like, um, like most in most households that I know of, the the woman is still the you know the nurturer <clears throat> of the family, and so in that sense, you know that's still the same. Um, and women are more gainfully employed, more educated um, than we used to be. And I know I'm sounding like I'm contradicting myself, but 
I don't know. I, I just I feel like the 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 main gist of our role, and I guess maybe we should define what our role is. You know. Um. <laughs> yeah, very true. Very true. What What is our role? Now that's very true. But before we just, you know, before we actually discuss whether or not it's changed or not, um, <clears throat> I'll say um, it, it really depends on who you talk to. Like I know a guy who, who if he defines it, we are continually preparing ourselves to be wives and mothers, and. Of course, you know, that's that's honorable. Those are both honorable roles for us to fulfill, but the truth is um, a lot of women aren't going to be wives or mothers. And so then what? You know, what is the what what role is that woman fulfilling? What is God um, saying is the role of the woman, you know? So I don't Absolutely. know. What do y'all think? Um, before I answer i forgot to announce our phone number guys sorry if you want to call in and ask us questions at any time the number is 929-477-2304 again that number is 929-477-2304 and if you happen to be a little bit shy and don't want to get on the line to ask questions you may email us at queenconversation1 at gmail.com Okay, to answer the question, I think I'm in the middle, and I shouldn't be. Ebby, as soon as you said uh, that you don't think that it's changed, I had an aha moment because the definition of woman simply means a female being, a human female. So if you define a role of a woman, then that just simply means to be, to live as an adult human female. Um, So when we talk about has it changed, I don't think it's changed. I think that a woman has, women, plural, have come to know who we are and the roles or the definitions that used to be on us centuries ago, we're learning that, oh, okay, you want me to fry bacon? Great, I can do that. But in addition to that, I can do something else. So I think our, our definition is the same. I think our roles are developing, but I think society mm-hmm. has not changed with our development, if that makes sense. So as we evolve, history till, still tells us to be below the ceiling. Laws, you know, still tells us the same. We still don't have equal pay, so it doesn't mean that we're not changing. It's just history isn't moving with the way we are. Hmm. That's a that's a good point. Uh, well, if if we haven't changed in history, you know, with with what we're doing, and you know, we're demanding, oh, we want equal rights and you know, equal pay. Why why do you think is that that people, you know, they haven't really kind of caught up to what we're doing? If you feel that, I mean, why do you think? What do you think the main problem is? Biblically, biblically, I think that there is still discrepancies <laughs> in law, grace, the role defined in in those times. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the role of a man is head of the woman, and so when we ask for equality, it's 
well, if you're wanting to be on the same playing field as a man, what does that look like? And so I think the more we dig into, um, you know, facts of Scripture for those who believe and in historical uh, context, we can actually learn more about what it really means to be um, equal and, and still allow the man to be the head. Because it doesn't mean that you're less than, it just means they have a different role. Absolutely. I, now that I, I totally agree, and every, and everybody, perception is not in that way because I mean, then a lot of people aren't biblical, and 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 that that's okay for them. But I think that is there's a lot of truth in that. But you know, a lot of us, and I say us, I'm talking to every, all the ladies listening, and men too. But a lot of us as women. We have a hard head. We don't want to. We don't want to see that. Oh, why he got to be? Why you know submission and head of house? I know we're gonna talk about that a little later, but <laughs> <laughs> we get a, we get a little we get a little resistant because I guess because as women and y'all let me know y'all experiencing this. Women have and other families have been the head for so long because the men have not stepped up. That's why a lot of us probably might be in more higher educational roles, or you see all of us with PhDs and. MC3s and whatever these <laughs> degrees, because in our head it was like you got to have your own. You better be your best because these men, you know, they ain't gonna do it for you. And you know what? There's a lot of men who are who who are prepared to lead you and be good to you. But um, we've seen the opposite. So I think it that could be a driving factor. What do you guys think? I wholeheartedly agree. I think. Go ahead, Abby. Yeah, I was just clarifying. You're asking, could that be a driving factor as to why we're more educated now and pursuing the independence? Uh huh. And resistant to possibly that male leadership role within our own lives as wives, as just women, period. Maybe that could be because we haven't. A lot of us maybe haven't had a good experience or our mothers or whoever, women in our family, with men not doing what they're supposed to do. So then it causes us to be like, well, you know what? No, I can be the boss. Say no more. No, you, you can't have a say. Hmm. I'm going to go to school. That's true. And, 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 you know, so. Just, you know, and you know what thought. I think is so I think it's great that we're having this discussion because there are so many myths about modern woman. Modern woman has such a negative connotation if you ask it to the to certain people. Modern woman for some men may mean, oh, unsubmissive, you want it your way. Like you say, you want to be the boss. You don't want to, you know, take a side view seat. But I think we can use tonight's show to really dispel uh, some of the myths. Do you guys remember the song, I'm a Woman? I can take in the bacon. I can't remember all the lyrics. I think it's by hmm. Peggy Lee. Have you guys heard that before? I don't think so. Some of the lyrics is, um, I can wash out 44 pairs of socks and have them hanging out on the line. I can starch and iron two dozen shirts for you can count from one to nine. I can scoop Honey. up a great big dipper full of lard <laughs> from the dripping pan, throw it in a skillet, go out and do my shop and be back before it melts in the pan because I'm a woman, W-O-M-A-N. Hmm. 
And so <laughs> I I was thinking about that lyric because we say it all the time, you know, I'm a woman, W-O-M-A. But when you think oh, about yeah. it, the lyrics oh, are suggesting yeah. the the woman is the one who does all the work. Oh, I remember that song now. Yes, it did. <laughs> it, it did. And we were so that, that happy a- about that, you know. Go on and wash the skillets mm-hmm. and wash the pairs of socks and hang them and feed the baby, grease the car. Do all that because I'm a woman. And I think that mm-hmm. is part of our nature for sure, but it's not all that we are. And I think a lot of women are stuck mm-hmm. in being in that traditional role and don't even know how they can be fully themselves and be accepted by being full. Mm. This Okay, so I guess the foundation of that, getting into that soul and changing the mindset of that, because, you know, it start, any, anything we plant in life that we grow, it starts with the soul base, right, where we want to plant our seeds. So I always say to myself to kind of change the mindset, you know, sometimes, you know, can't teach the old dog new tricks, that's the saying. But we're really teaching our girls, our, our young ladies and our men, our young men, our boys, um, kind of changing their perspective. But I think, True. you know, sometimes they, they're, they're seeing so, I mean, it's almost like it's, it's, the roles are still the same. They're seeing either daddy's there and he's doing what he's supposed to do, or he, or he's not there, and Mama's handling everything and making six figures and sending me to private school. Mm-hmm. You know, and so if I, if I, if I'm a mother of two sons and my boy, you know, here I am. Um, you know, it's like, oh, well, what is their perception? And then they, they meet somebody. Hey, you know, you need to have your own thing. In fact, <laughs> what's wrong with you? So, um. I don't know. It it can it can go a lot of different ways. This tree can have many branches, for sure. Very true. Well, you know, as we, you know, look at the origins of, um, I guess, our place here in in the West, um, on this side, um, one thing that women oftentimes uh, look at as a source of inspiration and motivation is the the Proverbs 31 woman. And Mm -hmm. I have my own thoughts about the Proverbs 31 uh, uh, chapter of the Bible. Um, I just wanted to see what y'all's thoughts were. Like when you, when you look at the Proverbs 31 woman, what do you see? And do you see that as um, a model for us? Do you see that written as a model for us? Well, let me when let me go pull Proverbs. Huh? Pull the scripture, huh? Let me let me let me. Let me, let me I mean, I've read it a thousand times, right? But I said, let me pull it up <laughs> while I'm talking to you, real quick. Make sure we get this right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I think that is definitely a base mm-hmm. for how a woman should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, but again, when we talk scripture, we have to understand the context. The context of Proverbs thirty-one was a wife, not just a woman. Mm-hmm. So, with that in context, you know, a good woman is hard to find, as Proverbs says, and her worth is more 
um, worth more than diamonds. Her husband trusts her. Again, it's it's a husband-wife relationship, but it says the same thing. She shops. She works. She's a trading ship. She's up before dawn. She's skilled in craft. But, again, I believe that this was speaking to the woman in that time. Does it mean that we still aren't mm-hmm. supposed to do those things? No, I'm not saying that, but it was for that time. And so her idea of working was shopping around for the best yarns, making her clothes. We don't have to make clothes anymore. We can go to Ross or Walmart or wherever we shop to get clothes. You know, trading ship that sells, whatever our occupation is, is equivalent to what this scripture was saying. So, you know, can we do similar things? Absolutely. But, um, you know, the biggest part of it all was a woman is to be admired and praised and only if she fears God, though, that's the piece that people miss um, in giving her everything she deserved, though. Now, hold on. Let's talk about these clothes now. I think all, <laughs> and my, my aunt always said, all women need to know how to sew on a button for your husband. If your husband button pop off that suit or that shirt, it's basic mm-hmm. stuff that we, and we should know how to do. And basic hem and pants. Now, I'm still working on it. But it's <laughs> <laughs> basic stuff that we all need to go back to. And this just, I mean, hey, baby got a hold of your shirt. Come here, baby. I got some, some thread. At least I had to put that thread in that needle. I mean, just, just a little bit. <laughs> I don't yeah, see nothing wrong with to, that. But, yeah, it speaks to her resourcefulness. Yeah. And, Correct. you know, yeah, and, and in the, the time of need, you know, she's a resource to him, to the family. Um, you know, whatever that sewing of the button equivalent is, which, you know, I think there is a direct equivalent with that in particular. But even beyond that, um, I mean, it could be as simple as her knowing the password to the Wi-Fi connection. You know, he he can't remember. She knows it. You know, just being resourceful and and just just being an aid in the in the time of need. So, but go ahead. I'm sorry you were saying. No, that no, that's perfect. Being an aid in a time of need and someone who's going to be like, I can do it, you know, and because we can't depend on our phones or all the time or, you know, maybe someone who can whip up something real quick. You know, they say black people are the best engineers. <laughs> no, no, no offense to my other brothers and sisters. <laughs> But somebody who is resourceful, that's a very good word, resourceful. I like that. So, no, no, that piggyback was, I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. And and can I just sort of throw my Christian hat in here as a wife of a pastor? <laughs> <laughs> For a second. Yes, yes. So things, things that a lot of people do not know about this scripture is mm-hmm. – this scripture was a poem. Mm-hmm. That's number one. So the author was essentially showing us that what wisdom looks like in action. So they used a marriage. They used a woman of what love looks like, um, a woman of wisdom. And also, it's not a job description. And so when we hear pastors talk about, you need a Proverbs 31 woman, yes, we do. But that does not mean that every woman has to fit this job description to qualify as a virtuous woman because it's not for all women. It's the mm. purpose was to celebrate wisdom in action and not to instruct women everywhere to get married, have children, 
um, you know, and tackle the world. Everybody's not meant to have children. It doesn't make us less than a woman. And the largest thing, which is key, is the target audience of this poem was for men, not for women. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <clears throat> so he, I mean, the target audience meaning this is <clears throat> this is for men to. This is what he should be in search for. This was the um, motivation behind the discussion about substance on the in our group post mm-hmm. because <clears throat> what what he what she because this is um, the king's mother wrote this and um, I actually posted something about this on Facebook about two or three months ago. Um, she's pretty much sitting her son down. And telling him, hey, when you're looking for a wife, these these are the qualities that you need to look for. You know, and she said it in a poetic way. Like she could have said, she needs to be resourceful. She needs to be know how to invest. You know, she needs to um, be able to to get up early and not be lazy and sleep in when she needs to be up. You know, when she needs right. to be up. <laughs> um, <clears throat> she won't. Like when you're out and about in the city, you'll never have to worry about her because you'll be able to trust that whatever she's doing is for your best interest. She could have just said that, but she said mm-hmm. it in a poetic way. And her her main goal was to show her son, who was actually a king, this is what a queen looks like, you know. Right. Mm. Um, and everything she mentioned were, of course, you know, good qualities. She considers a field, and she buys it. From her earnings, she plants a vineyard. <laughs> so basically, you know, she's she's trying to make sure her her son is pretty much schooled on the qualities that he should look for. If, if there was a checklist that he can use to check off, um, I know when mm-hmm. I got married, um, <laughs> I had a little checklist of all the things I was praying for in a husband. And when I talked to my um my now ex-husband's brother, he asked me if I had a list, and I told him yes. And he asked me, did my um, boyfriend at the time, did he meet the qualities of the, did he meet the qualities on my list? And I said he met most of, most of them, and the ones he didn't meet were not uh, unnegotiable or non-negotiables. So the things that he didn't meet, I felt, were things that with time he would, you know, develop in. And some things like um, I, I think what happens is it's, it's preached to women as a a model and as a um, almost an impossible standard for us to reach because this woman is perfect. <laughs> the Proverbs thirty one hmm. woman. I mean, she she had she was going she had it going going on in every area. And, of course, if you're the mother of a king, you're going to want your son to be with someone who has it going on in every single area. Yeah. Realistically, we know that's not the case, you know, that that could even be almost possible. Uh, and so she's painting the most the, the most positive picture of what qualities he should look for um, in, a, in, a, in a wife. Um, and all of them are honorable, you know. But, you know, should we be trying to pursue the standard of the Proverbs 31 woman. Is that is that something we should really be trying to pursue as women? 
And if well, not, I'm, I'm, what standard? <laughs> what standard do you have? A standard um, of what type of person or what type of woman um, you're striving to be? Um, I'm looking. At I'm this reading. Point, I'm reading over this again. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm already feeling what Leah about to say because Leah started off saying Listen, at this point <laughs> because I I'm just gonna be the wife. Uh-huh. Listen, if if I try to match up to everything that this Proverbs thirty one woman had, I would be divorced by now. Like my husband does cooking in my home. Mm-hmm. I can count Amen. on Praise maybe two. Two hands, how many times I have cooked since we've been married. Now, it's not that I cannot now, but he enjoys what? doing it, and he loves it. Oh, yeah, he loves to. And so I'm like, well, but you, you know like what? to do it, then I will switch my role. But here's the thing, though, Leah, because I got your back on that, because it doesn't say she cooks the meal. It says she brings her food from afar. That means you could do the grocery shopping and give food there we go. to her household. You see what I'm saying? So you good? Yeah, you still yeah. good? <laughs> good. You made me feel better. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> well, hey, look, yes, uh, we, hey, look, we, of course, we love men who know how to cook now. No, we're not, yes. no, we're not saying that. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. I, I think this is a, not saying we got to hit every verse and beat, but I think this is a good um, <laughs> playbook. I, I think it's a good playbook. I'm looking. Oh, yeah, okay, I had to read this over again real quick. I so I pulled it up, mm-hmm, but um, mm-hmm. one thing I do like is um, <clears throat> she speaks with wisdom, and faithful yes. instruction is on her tongue. You know, mm-hmm. um, nobody wants no nagging woman or no one who's negative or who can't pick their man up when they're down. Because you will always be their biggest cheerleader. Now, I'm saying this as a single woman, but as someone who has talked to many married people, men, and they say this is a common denominator. So that, I think, is important. And um, not only wisdom with her husband, with her children and people around, and um, faithful instruction. And someone who is intentional, like you said, you don't have to worry about her in the city. Her intentions for her her family are good. So mm-hmm. I think this is a good yeah. playbook. And to be to, honest, you know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, push back on Leah because the Leah I know is hitting up on pretty much all of these qualities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh uh-uh. And and. <laughs> I mean, I, I I think we think she's perfect, but I don't think she is. I just I just think that that King, uh, uh, Mama Lemuel, well I don't know her real name, but Mama Lemuel, you know she's point she's <laughs> painting the best picture for her son, and yeah. I just don't see how you don't meet these qualities. Um, you know, if we were to change the language into modern day, like if we were to open up the message um, version of this, it would read in a way where I feel, uh, and this is me looking from the outside, but I feel this is something that you um, emulate. And I think when it speaks to children, that section right there, because you mentioned that part, um, I, I just think that it's it's saying again, you know, she she's telling him this is what to look for in a wife. He doesn't have her yet. 
you know, he doesn't have that wife. Mm-hmm. Right. So he doesn't even have children yet. So this is what she's speaking into the future. You know, she's pretty much telling him this is the things that will happen with the right woman that you marry, if you have children or mm-hmm. if you don't. So every everything here is what I see, you know, when I think of you and from the, what you've portrayed. So, um, oh, I owe uh, you uh, big, girl. <laughs> I'm just being uh-huh. honest because I'm gonna send you a check I, in I the mail. That, no, girl, let me, I'm gonna send you my email. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but I, I'll be honest with you. The scripture you just read, Lakisa, is what my cover photo is on Facebook. I just switched it yesterday because of a joke. Wow. But that is my cover photo that the teaching of kindness is on her tongue and she looks well to the ways of her of her was that the one? Yeah, looks I think mine reads it different. Um she opens her mouth and wisdom and the teachings of kindness is on her tongue. That's it. Oh, yes. Mm. Truth and dignity are her clothing and she smiles at the future. She opens her mouth and wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. So, you know sometimes it's used to beat down women um, which is why I asked that question about substance um, to the group, because this woman, and, and I know I think one person mentioned that um, we all have substance, but mm-hmm. even if, let's say we all have substance, this person right here, her level of substance that we had to have levels to it is on a whole nother level, you know. And as we um, evaluate ourselves, you know, it's it's so many things that we're hitting on here. She's wise, she's resourceful, she's kind, she gives to the poor. You know, she she prepares, she plans, she's organized. Those are things that those are things that I would say that we could, you know, pursue. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I was on Facebook earlier. And we threw mm-hmm. some questions out about what people thought the modern woman was. And some of the mm-hmm. comments were so far-fetched. And I just want to read some of them and see if you guys and if our listening audience agrees that this is a true modern woman or not. So, again, if you guys have questions um, and you're already on the call, just press 1, and we will acknowledge you if you would like to make a comment. Just press the number 1. Uh, if you would like to ask questions online, feel free to do that. Email us at queenconversations1 at gmail.com. And, again, if you're trying to ask a question and can't remember the number, it is 929-477-2304. All right, so some of the comments that we received, and we'll, I won't even tell you if it was a male or female. I'm just going to throw them out. So the first thing is a modern woman wants to be a wife without the responsibility, selfish, short-sighted, materialistic. Mm. Oh. Mm. Let's mm. just wrap no, it fire. No, we agree or disagree? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Disagree. Say that again. <laughs> okay, we disagree. Oh, hated wow. it. <laughs> I'm going to hashtag hated it. Hated it. Okay, so another Where one says women of Where the past. This was a post, and I screenshot it and saved it. Mm-hmm. This was back in April when we first started digging into this topic, so I, I screenshot and saved it. Oh, and I won't tell you the okay. group because I don't want to throw anybody off. Uh, the <laughs> next one said, women of the past were nurturers. They take care of their men and kids at all costs. Today's woman is only worried about taking care of herself. Hated it. Yeah, that's, and we can't speak for all women, but... 
No, I mean this this guy probably had a bad experience, but we gonna pray for you, boo. Well, <laughs> listen, I I will not com I will not confirm or deny if these are women or men. Because mm-hmm. some will be surprised at some of uh, the genders of these comments. The next one, pros. Stronger sense of self, individuality, work ethic is sick, meaning sick in a good way. Cons mm-hmm. can be easily distracted by shiny things versus substance, less patient, less concerned with family, not necessarily having babies, but we have a lot of detached women, period. And, yeah, there is a definite selfish streak. I can agree with some of this. I can agree with some of this. You disagree? I can agree with some, too. Oh, you can't agree. Okay. I can almost agree with all of it. Well, you know what? But I don't think all modern women are selfish. I mean, I can't go that far. Yeah, no. Not all. I I think, and, and... and I don't know if I participated in that, that particular post or not, but um, I know we've talked about the comparison between women now and the last generation or former generation, and it's always we always come out on the negative end. And I just, I'm sorry, I just can't believe that our mamas and our grandmamas just always had it all together, you know. Um, <clears throat> and, but it's always portrayed that way because, in essence, they created us. So if they had it all together and we don't have it all together, that means they didn't do something right with us. So they couldn't have had it all together, you know. Right. And I um, I think that there were things to their advantage that we possibly aren't, um, we don't have access to. Like, for instance, in my family, my grandmother and my mom's twin sister lived maybe half a mile, not even that much, from our house. They shared the same acre of land. Um, like my entire family on both sides were in the same city. So my mom had, my mom had eight siblings. My dad had two. Then we had like 20 cousins on one side, but the same on the other. So, I mean, it was like we we had free babysitting all the time. Mm, Every Sunday we were at my grandmother's house eating dinner. She may bring one part. My aunt might make the cake. My other aunt might make the rice dressing. You know, if somebody was doing something, the men be outside barbecuing, you know, the kids running around. So it was like you had a unit. A village. That was, that was a village. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a true village. And I know for me, I don't have a village, you know. Um, if my house don't get clean, I can't go drop my kids off at my mama's house so I can clean my house. If I'm tired, right. I can't drop my kids off at my mama's house so I can take a nap, get up, do laundry, and go pick my kids up. You know, so <clears throat> I think there are built-in, just like this generation now, they have things that we won't even understand, like the bullying on Facebook and social media. We have no understanding of that because it wasn't around when we were young. So our understanding of bullying is nothing like what they're going through. It's the same thing. So for uh, for them to compare us, and we're always looked down upon. We're always looked unfavorably, unfavorably upon. I just... I don't know. We need to look at the full picture. And what you... Right. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Leah. No, no, no. I'm listening. No, I was saying, I was going to say, no, my mama and grandma and great-grandma, no, they didn't have it all together. And mama, (laughs) I love you. I know she listens. I think she's listening because she had texted me. 
while I was on the phone, I told her, listen in. No, they didn't have it all together. They, I love them. They did a great job, but no one was perfect, okay? No one's perfect. Um, and, but they, they made it. They did what they needed to do mm-hmm. to raise their children and to have them be respectable people of society. Now, when, they, when these honorary, you got these old honorary women saying they, they perfect and looking down at you and look, look at you. You got those, got those babies and they haven't had dinner yet. What they eat, Peter um, really? Let's go ahead and dig back. Let's go back. Let's fast. We wind in 1975 and see what you was doing <laughs> at 22 years old. <laughs> you know, hilarious. So <laughs> <laughs> Don't play me. <laughs> Don't right? play. So anyway, but um, we got to be honest and, and just let people know it's okay. You gonna you gonna you gonna make we gonna make mistakes as women, as mothers, as wives. What you do. Just like we tell our boys and girls who play in sports, you shake it off and you go get your butt back out there on that on that court on that field. You got it, you know. We got to right. be more encouraging. So go ahead, Leah. I'm sorry, I mean cut you off. No, I was gonna say I'm, I'm glad you all dug a little deeper because I had another aha moment. Abby, you mentioned I like you know there was a village. Yeah. Oh Lord. <laughs> Well, you mentioned that there was a village back then. You know, everybody helped everybody, whether you were family or not. And so yep. uh, another comment that was on here was that daughters are being raised by single mothers now, so they're growing up thinking they don't need a man, husband, et cetera. Um, mm-hmm. You know, back then we didn't really have rights, so that plays a role. But when we really think about it, if we really had the village that we had before or recreated a village, like we know single moms exist. Like that has become almost the norm, unfortunately. But God bless right. those who do the best they can, you know, raising children as a single mom. But I think our biggest downfall, especially with some modern women, is that we don't care to care about other women. We are so mm. nasty. Mm-hmm. We are so demeaning. We don't, you know, encourage each other, pray for each other. If we see somebody succeeding, we throw salt on it and try to, you know, make them fall. It's like if we really understood Mm -hmm. each other's power and used it, you know, for each other's gain, we would be much further on than we are now. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to talk about our black culture in general. That's probably a a whole other show of how we as a culture are just horrible with each other. But women, whoo. Mm-hmm. After watching Real Housewives of Atlanta, Jesus have mercy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was embarrassed. Oh. I was embarrassed for us. Again? I was embarrassed. They're they doing something again. Oh, I that's another it. show and another type of chat. Yeah, oh, we're going to need an hour just to get through topic. that. Hey, yes. that was, that oh, yes. Mess. If we have time, what? we'll dig into it at Hot Topic. I am so blessed and thankful to for the women and men but specifically to the women who are positive who have spoken to my life and who have been transparent with their um downfalls as well their successes and no matter what if i'm up or down or whatever that they're going to say good job girl you doing it do your thing you know because it's far few far in between because what we commonly get is the latter or the nose turn mm-hmm. or whatever or somebody we don't want to even if it's, it can be a girlfriend or co-worker or whatever I never understood
understood it, and then I just thought, you know what, you just kind of stay away from it. But just like Earth, Wind, and Fire yeah. said in their song, you can't give what you never had. You know that song? You can't hide. Can't hide love. Can't hide love, baby. And you can't, can't give love. what you never yeah. had. You can't give me positivity if you aren't giving it. You don't even know. You, Come on, somebody. You I know how to produce it. So, and that's Preach. the same thing in everything. If you don't have it to give, you can't give it to me. So sometimes, and then if we go back, which I can't wait till we do part three of the love languages, baby, I'm going to be ready. <laughs> so, when you're talking about then when men teach me how to love you, teach them because maybe they didn't ha- they didn't get that they they don't they don't know what to do. So sometimes if they get in that position, they're like, teach me, because they might can't give what they wasn't given to them. So you have to have the patience to teach them if they allow if they're willing to have a teachable spirit. That's the same thing with women too. So amen. Like I look at it at, at, at that perspective. Sometimes. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I think that, um, you know, we we assume a lot with some of the assertions we make. So one of them is that the modern woman does not honor men. Um, mm-hmm. And and one thing that I I have to look through the, everything through the frame from through a frame from a, a biblical perspective, and. If we look at it, we have to, if, if God had to tell us, you know, to honor <clears throat> our man and, and submit to him, um, that to me tells me that that's a struggle, you know, um, that even during Paul's writing of that, that it was a struggle for women to honor their man. So in, you know, 40, BC, 40 AD, the first century, we had women struggling to honor men. So why do we think that the modern woman would not have that same struggle? She mm-hmm. will have that exact same struggle that our sisters had in 47 A.D., in 200 A.D., in 1888. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think, that, <laughs> I think that those of us who are aware we have to be cognizant of it. We have to um, be purposeful in it. And I think I think this is helpful because I'm a divorced woman. Leah's married. Lakisa, you're single. All mm-hmm. three of us can honor men. And it's interesting that we're talking about this because I honored my ex-husband on Facebook last night. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know... <laughs> I didn't think about it that way, but I had some people inbox me about it when I just was trying to share something that I just, I've been trying to speak into his life since three months after I met him. But in your singleness, you can honor men. In your marriage, you can honor your husband. As a divorced woman, I can honor Mm -hmm. the men in my life, my father, my male friends, you know, my ex-husband. Um we just have to be aware of it. I don't think it's it, I don't think it's in our nature, our blood, just because we're born in a certain era that all of a sudden we don't know how to honor men. We just have to be made aware that we need to honor them. I think if I really think the average woman is good natured, and and actually the average woman, at least that I know, has a desire right. to help other people, and, and they're compassionate. So I think if we just make it 
if we just put purpose to it, that we are cognizant that it needs to happen, that we're aware and actually do it, I think it'll happen. I don't know where y'all think. Look, listen, I'll tell you one thing. This this is speak for now I'm going back to <clears throat> labor and delivery and everything. When those babies start crying and um, let's say the dad pick it up and say, hey, 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 all right, you know, they start that deep voice and, like, bounce to them in their hands, that baby quiets down. I'm not <laughs> – and I guess I'm trying to give you an illustration that, you know, I don't know, sometimes when it comes to, to honoring that, it, it starts very, very – it starts young. But you can't get respect if you don't give respect. You know, so if, if I'm a young child, I know, hey, we can kind of play with mama a little bit, but when daddy's voice or, or comes in the room, it's like, okay, I see mama respecting him. Because if I see mama disrespecting or not honoring her husband, who was my father, then I might not, you know, I might do the same thing or, or the man I'm with. I think it just comes, it's a visual. It's a visual, it's, it's sight, it's hearing. Is, is is doing us all that. So being cognizant, but also you got to pour that into me. And women and those tuning in, those kids are looking at everything and listening to everything you That's say. That's right. To. And they're going to do it. So if you if you disrespecting your husband or talking over him or whatever, now if he talking over you, that's a problem. Y'all need to solve that without the kids being around. But I think. And even in a situation like with you, Ebby, <clears throat> you know, you're, you're, you guys are divorced, but honoring your husband or respecting him, I mean, ex-husband, I'm sorry, your kids are watching what you do, with, even with him, you guys not being together. And they're going to transfer that, they could, into their relationship. Well, you know, my parents were together, but my mama always respected my father and let us go see him and... I never he she wasn't talking down about him in front of and that plays a role into what the modern woman can become. A respect yeah. having a respect of men. Mm-hmm. In any situation. It don't matter. Mm-hmm. So I um, I have to I have to respectfully disagree okay. with the question well with Ebby's comment of, you know, all women, most women are innately good and we try to help and and we know how to honor, but we just don't. I honestly don't think that a lot of women know how to honor. And I'm going to put myself back on the chopping block once again because I'm just yeah, honest. There you, go. there you go. Let's see. I'm, I, I want to free, honest, I wanna free somebody, man. I want to free somebody. Girl, oh, free Listen. I want to see and if I'm, I believe. That you don't know how to okay. go ahead. Let me see. Nuh-uh, I'm here. Nuh-uh. Let me get. Let me get my husband in here. He'll tell the truth. Okay. Hey, hey look, I believe. <laughs> I had a. I had because a, we don't know. We don't know what go behind closed doors. That's so true. we need to. So go ahead. Too bad now, but I spent. Okay. So and I knew what everybody taught me. You know, my mom said, you better make sure you cook for your man. You better make sure he's satisfied. You better make sure, make sure, make sure, make sure. And so I had all this pressure to perform. 
And I didn't know who I was. I'm stepping into a marriage, and I'm still trying to learn myself. And so, yes, there were times when we butt heads, and I will not tell you what my husband told me the first week of marriage. I'm going to leave that, and if he chooses to share at some point, I'll let Damn. him. But he made he made a <laughs> statement that put me in my bubble, and it was a statement from, you know, you're my wife, you need to do blase, 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 blase. And the way I took that was, no, partner, like you married the wrong one because that ain't, mm-mm. And so I had to get into Proverbs to try to figure out how to live <laughs> this thing out. Um, but I've, I've had moments where I would question him. You know, if he made a decision, I would question it. If he said something but I didn't like the way he said it, I would have something to say about that. You know, it was just, or, you know, if he did something wrong, I'd be like, dog, babe, you know. All of those things, like I nagged, I did all of those things, not really realizing that it was killing him. And so mm-hmm. I had to undo the layers of all the things that were hounded on me, all the pressure that was put on me so that I can get free enough to serve him. Mm-hmm. And um, if you guys remember the love language conversation, the one thing that all the men said for sure that they needed the most was respect and that they don't get it um, as much as they, yeah. And so practical Absolutely. ways for, for women for women, whether you're married, divorced, trying to be married, you got to learn the practical stuff now. But one of it is allow them to fail, allow them to fall, and let God be the enforcer. Because it was Leah at first, like enforcing everything. And I get my little hand taps, like, no, God, you got to enforce this. And you have to honor the man you want him to be. You got to speak to where you want him to be, mm-hmm. not just where he is. And I think a lot of modern women are looking for these men who have it all. You got to have the car. You got to have the job. You got to make this income. No kids. Better not be married before. That's pressure. Mm. That's a good. That's a good point. That's a good perspective. Mm-hmm. Speak but to where you, know, you want him to be, but not where he. You speak yeah. to where you want him to be. That's right. Well, and, and I'll, I'll say this, um, and, and really, I kind of said two things that kind of contradict, and I want to explain myself, um, because I started off saying how it's been a struggle for women to honor men since Paul's time, and then I switched and said, but right. most, women, <laughs> <laughs> most women want to, and I'm probably speaking to myself, because <clears throat> when I was married, that was my one of my uh, husband's complaints was that he didn't feel I respected him and affirmed him enough. And, hmm. you know, you ask, you ask me and my group of observers, I respected him to the utmost to the point where it was embarrassing, you know. Um, so it's, it's a lot of it has to do with how the husband defines respect and if that de- definition is based on the word of God, um, because that alone has been misused and mis- misquoted. You know, I, I've had a friend who's, husband used the Bible to abuse her, you know. He's in a very bad right. way. Um, but ultimately, in my struggle, and this is what I should say, in my struggle to um, um, honor him, you know, there was that, that deep-down desire to get it right. You know, then there were times when I just need to be made aware that, hey, you're not respecting him, you're not honoring him. Um, and, and all those things So I just wanted to clarify Because it, it did sound like I was <laughs> Talking out two sides 
of my mouth, but I do think that uh, you're you're definitely right. Um, A lot of women, and I wouldn't say modern, because when I look at the generation before me, I wouldn't say that the generation before me honored men. I think they did certain things, like the whole fixing the plate uh, issue. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. was a sign of honoring the husband. Now, here's my issue with that. I have seen women Mm. fix plates for their husbands and turn right back around and go talk negatively about them with other women in the other room. Or they'll bust the budget going shopping. You know, after the, uh, the budget for the family has been established, they'll go bust the budget going shopping and not care of how that will impact him. Those kinds of things aren't honoring him, but they fix the plate, you know. And so there was a form or a model, I should say. Ooh. There was a, a a form of honoring that men accepted Ooh. as she's honoring me, but there was no deeper level of honoring that we could hold on to as the next generation. So you are definitely Ooh, you right. Deep. I think... <laughs> I think most women do not know. Like, how would how would y'all say, in in your particular life, like where you are as a single woman, where you are as a wife, how does honoring a man look? So we have women who may not even know what that looks like. How would you teach them? How would you tell them this is what it looks like to as a modern woman keeping your um, esteem intact, your self worth intact? How would you honor? the most important men in your life. What does that look like? Hmm. Um, oh, Leah, you want to go first? Oh, at simple. Cover his faults, focus on his strengths. Mm. Yeah, mine would be listening. Be not, you know. Oh, that thing. Help me, Lord Jesus. Woo. Listening and not interrupting. And I, I, I think about oh, Jesus. the men. <laughs> Praise him. <laughs> Um, listening and not interrupting and respecting his opinion. However, um, what does that look like? That 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 causes for some reflection. I'm just thinking the men in my mind just popped up of who I respect and love, and what does that look like? Um, Honoring them, you know, meaning, okay, like you said, encouraging them. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you got me with the plate thing because, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, shoot, my mama probably did that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my aunties. But guess what? I mean, and they, okay, they're still together. But they probably did do that. And, you know, that's, that's it's, it's, it's kind of different. They probably had a vent a little bit. Maybe that was a venting session. I don't know. Um, but no, it's not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not waving a flag and saying it's right. But that is a good, good question. What does that look like? Oh, and for those of you guys tuning in and listening, please, if you want to make a comment or a question, please press number one. We love comments or questions, <clears throat> so feel free to. Uh, we won't bite. Feel free to um, press number one, and we will put you on live. With us, but um, yeah, huh? Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, Leah, what did you say again for your two? Oh, I just said um, to cover his faults and 
recognize his strengths, show his strengths. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, and, yeah, and choose important. your battles. Choose, choose, mm-hmm. You got to choose your battles with these men that we love. Hey, you know, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm going to let that slide. <laughs> right. As a single you know Ebby. <clears throat> Sorry, Ebby, when I was, when you mentioned, um, you know, back in the day, the role, when I said it's getting deep, because I think mm-hmm. a lot of people are stuck and are so disappointed in the women of the olden days because they stay with their men even though the men cheated. The men, you know, mm-hmm. went to work. They had women on the side. They were alcohol. some of them, not all, but some were alcoholics. They were, you know, did whatever they wanted to do, but they knew that one was going to stay. And to them, that was honoring them. That was respecting them. And so mm-hmm. more of a modern woman is like, I'm not, mm no, ma'am. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. I, I will not take that out of my life. And so I think that it goes back to the question, what is a modern woman? It's being able to see the past, build from that, learn from it, grow from it, and become a better person. And and mm-hmm. not condemn the ones that stay, because that's grace to be able to do. And that's the way God treats us anyway. He gives us grace when we, you know, do dumb stuff, so. You know, I think it's mm-hmm. a stronger person to be able to stay when they deal with that. And that, that has been our culture for quite a long time. So I just wanted to touch on that. Yeah. I know that was Ooh, that off is... subject, but. Oh, especially when we, you know, you come and celebrate these people who have been married 50 years. And, oh, surprise. And, and a part of me is like, you know what, I would really love to know. I mean, you know, just like T.D. Jake said, the reason why people get to those point of marriage because they survived the breaking point. Everybody, every marriage Come on, a somebody. breaking point, right? So I, as a single woman, want to know, forget the balloons and this cake and all this music right. we about to have. Can we really, <laughs> can you be transparent? You, you've been in this marriage for 45 years. I know y'all going to Jamaica tomorrow, but <laughs> like... Tell me about the worst thing that went down between you two where you was like, you know what, either I'm going to kill him or I'm leaving him or we're going to have to settle this thing. I, what was the breaking point and what did y'all do? Because everybody's blueprint is different. That's, mm-hmm. I want to I get to the meat. Throw out the you know, you know, We need to have so, a show about that. Agree. We, we need to. We really, we really need to have a show. I kind of posted about that on Facebook this week also about the truth that people won't tell you about marriage. Hallelujah. Come on, Leah. The truth about marriage and divorce because... Was that a hoop? We just, that we, sounds like a hoop to me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think, and, and, you know, that one may be, end up having to be a series, to be honest, because it's, it's just, it's, it's full and you know, I I, I was gonna say real. I'm just gonna say real quick. One way that I think we can honor men is to see them how God sees them. That's right. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I struggled with that couple that was married for 50, 60 years, and he was cheating on her 45 to 50 of those 60 years. I was like, that's not gonna be me. Mm. Um, not, <clears throat> I'll never be that woman, and I always look down on her. But I've, you know, and you know, in, as I've matured, 
there's something there that I can't even speak to um, because I don't have it. But it's something in that woman, in that marriage, that we need to teach, you know, this generation about. Uh, it's not all rainbows and, and sunshine and flowers, you know. Right. Um, and what does honoring look like? You know, like you said, Leah, that's what they that's how they honor their their men. Um and culture would say they that they need to be condemned for that. That's what culture says. Um mm-hmm. that they should be, you know, looked down upon. <coughs> but True. um yeah, yeah, it's wow. Seeing them how God sees them will cover a multitude of sins, you know. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah. <laughs> any men, any men listening in, what does honor look like? You can call in. Let us know. What is what does honor look like to you when it comes to men's perspective? That that could be part of a show too. When it comes, what does honor to, look like to a man? Mm-hmm. What is because we think we and, know. We as women, we think we know, and, and most of us think we know everything. You know, we really do. Think and we, we never know. ask. And we don't. We don't ask. We know. Yeah, <laughs> and most of the time, it, you know, if we ask, if we ask, if you guys let me know what you think. But if we ask, it's a simple response from the men. It's real simple. But we were like, we look at them, still look at them sideways, like really, because or, or like mm. it might be like. Can you keep your mouth closed for five minutes? That's my that's that's my. Okay. We were like, <laughs> will he go bring me down to kindergarten level? And, and, and that really could be that really could be the answer. Like, be quiet. <laughs> but I don't know. You know, I, I I don't know. I can't speak for the men. I would love to hear some different perspectives on this one because it would definitely be a, a comical event. But it'll be for real. It'll be coming from the heart. So we definitely got to keep that one I in think mind. we should do that. <laughs> All right, we're drawing close, guys. We only have like 20 minutes left. So the next part was just statistics on women versus men in leadership roles. And we have just a few statistics to share with you and just delve a little uh, discussion surrounding that. So women are 50.8% of the U.S. population, so we make up half of the population. We earn almost 60% of undergraduate degrees, 60% of master's degrees, 47% of law degrees, 48% of medical degrees. But although we hold almost 52% of all professional-level jobs, American women lag substantially behind men when it comes to the representation and leadership positions. So for executive offices, Women are represented only 14%. We're only 8% of top earners and 4% of Fortune 500 CEOs. <clears throat> wow. Hmm. In medicine, this is good for you, Lakisa. In medicine, they comprise 34.3% of all physicians and surgeons, but only 15% of medical school deans. It's and getting high, basically, though. I mean, it's getting high. That's it getting is. High, it is. Um, and although women control hmm. 80% of consumer spending in the United States, there are only 3% of creative directors in advertising. So we spend a lot, but we don't create. We definitely yeah. And women Even accounted for Americans. Yeah. We don't create. We're consumer. Hey, look, 
not, not I don't know if anybody's a fan and not I'm not trying to convert nobody, but Louis Farrakhan says that all the time. He said we are more consumers than we are inventors. Mm-hmm. We yeah. are even as Americans, period. But not trying to you know, but um anyway. <laughs> He does. That's, that's Listen, you invent some edge control. We going down the line for that, honey. <laughs> Serious edge control for our hair. Some braids and we we in line. I know we but are. The last we part are. is uh, I know. The last bit is women of color, and how we represent. So women of color. Uh, are 36.3% of our nation's female population and only 18% of the entire U.S. population. But women of color occupy only 11% of managerial and professional positions. And of those 11%, 5% are black, 2% are Asian American, and 3.9% are Latina. That's, that's hmm. mind-boggling. Well, you know, um, I when I when I hear statistics and all this, and I had to take it from my recent recent within the last year, another class, my master's that I'm in, I, I always look at now my my mindset is in research and evidence based. I always want to look at how many people they looked at, where is it from, what state, because sometimes they're not as accurate. But I will say that the numbers are getting better. First, like the overall curve, because I've I've seen and read some of this stuff. And when it comes to women getting degrees, masters, bachelor, PhDs, Black women are number one in the United States right now, who are obtaining those degrees in the country. So they were talking about that on what is that? What's the one with uh? I don't know. Is that Good Morning America? Or something like that. They were, they were mentioning one of those shows, and um, so I love to see. And we we definitely need to continue to increase those numbers, just as women. Period. Um, there's a lot of it's a lot of um, stereotypes and stuff like that. But when it comes to CEO, now that I, I do believe, because there's not a lot of us in those positions, and it's hard, man. That's that's a that's a it's a that's a rough it's a rough game in corporate America. You know, right. they almost want you to be a man. They almost want you to be a man, have man parts under that skirt. Do you know what I'm saying? And then you're looked upon. You got you got to play that role, hardcore. And then you, then you're called other names and stuff like that. So that's interesting. Mm. That's kind of yeah. a tough role, but yeah. So, but, but okay. So I, 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 thank you for bringing up those quotes and those stats. I'm gonna have to look at. Some oh, of those. no problem. Where did you, you get those from? Statistics dot org. No, I have to give you the real oh, website. Official to me. <laughs> no, yeah, I have to give you the real website because I can't remember um, where it was. I did the research and just saved it. But before I forget, okay. special shout out to the current Miss USA because she is a was she a chemist? I can't remember. I don't want to lie, but I know she was in STEM research, so that's another non traditional woman role, and she won Miss USA, and she works for the U.S. government. So shout out to her. I know she got a lot of heat from some of the things she said, but 
still shout out to her for doing some great things. Yeah. Um, Emmy, yes, you want to talk you. about Instagram Bay? Yes, the myth of the Instagram Bay. Um, so the Instagram Bay is, and Bay stands for before anyone else. But the the Instagram Bay is a, a woman who has a lot of followers, but it's based on uh, pretty much what they call thirst trap posts. And mm-hmm. thirst trap posts are either posts that verbally are saying things to get men to um, comment and like the post, mm-hmm. or um, it could be pictures of her in either the tight, tight clothing or half-dressed pictures, things like that. So that woman tends to get a lot of followers, and as we've seen over time, she may not even have to express her philosophy on life, her thoughts, her beliefs, her values, or anything like that. You don't really know who this woman is, um, but yet still she gets the adoration from men. And so the question then, um, <clears throat> well, I shouldn't say the question, so the, the women who aren't doing these things oftentimes snub their nose at these women because they're either making a living or they're, they're getting paid by putting out this version of themselves to the world. And then it makes the woman who doesn't do these things kind of look at herself and say, you know, like, okay, you know, I wouldn't do something like that. You know, I'm not her. But what it does is it forces an unfair comparison. We don't know the Instagram bay. Um, <laughs> and it, who's breathing in the phone? <laughs> Do y'all hear oh, that? I don't know. It's on like a little I don't hear it. Okay. Uh, oh, I Lord. I don't know who. <laughs> but basically what it does is it, it creates this, this judgment or this unfair comparison and it makes the woman who says I wouldn't do that think that she's better than or 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 if she thinks she's better yeah, she thinks she's better than that woman. But is she? You know, does she have the substance that she thinks she has just because she's not the Instagram bay? And how do you know if you have substance? You know, um what's your barom- your parameter? Like are you um you're comparing yourself to someone who you're looking down upon, but, you know, how do you know you have substance? Just because you are posting thirst trap posts, you know, what's your hmm. what's your definition? Like, where are, you, where are you pulling your definition of substance from? I don't know. I've never heard of the Instagram Bay. Oh, wow. I haven't heard. I've never heard of the Instagram Bay. This is. This is new. This is new to Queen Lakeisha down here in Charlotte, North Carolina. I, I, I don't know anything about that. However, um, you know how you know if you have substance. Listen, you better when you walk out of your house, you better know you are a bow chicka wow wow. Everyone, you better understand because what you think is what you're going to attract. What you mm. feel is how people are going to see you. So I don't care if you're 114 pounds, 150, 220, 210, 190, you better walk out of there with confidence and know that you have the substance and just go as such. Now, there's other people that might have some issues because of whatever, you know, you know, words and history, but go out. I, I, no, I don't, I don't know anything about it, but 
And we all might not feel like that all the time, okay? But um, oh no, no, no. We we gonna we know that you have substance because of what you plant in your mind first, and then from right. there you do got to go from there. But yeah. continue on, Leah. You know about the the Instagram Bay. I do, but to answer the question of um, of substance, I I remember commenting on a post about. Uh, you know, I can't tell substance from a picture. I can tell by character. So if a person has learned from their mistakes, you know, they have some experiences under their belt, whether it's positive or negative, and they've grown from it, to me that's what builds substance. You know, the way somebody dresses, you know, we can place judgment on somebody who may look like a thought, as we say, but it's one of the most intelligent people ever and may just, you know, struggle with self-esteem and, and is using that route to get what they need to get for the moment. But I love this comment um, on our Queen Conversations page. Uh, for those listeners who are on there who are female and you are queens, if you want to join our Queen Conversations page, find us on Facebook under Queen Conversations. That's a short little tag. But anyway, this comment from, uh, I won't use her name, but the young lady said, I don't think it's a matter of if a woman is a woman of substance because all women have substance, but the deeper question is what the substance consists of. You know, we can always debate or converse about what is right, but can she ultimately say that she likes and loves the person looking back at her in the mirror? Is her character that of someone that can speak well of her, and does she have a reputation worth replicating? And does she live so that other young girls and young women will want to follow her and love themselves as well? That's substance. Mm. And that's very good. That's, that's, that's good. That's accurate. That's very accurate. I was thinking about, um, oh, my goodness, Pastor R.C. Blake out of New Orleans, um, Louisiana talked about what does queen stand for? Uh, I'm going to try to repeat it. Mm. The Q is quintessential. She is quintessential essential, um, in her mind. She's the best. The U, um, oh, my gosh, I feel bad. I can't remember. the. La- I'm going to have to find it. It was so good, and it kind of went on to what our – um, listener or the lady on our page is talking. So let me let me see if I can find it. I, now I really want to tell you guys this. I wrote okay. it down. Let me see if I can find it. I'm going to look for it. This show, this was so good. Okay. We only have 10 minutes left. It was, ladies. I know. Time goes by so, so fast. Um, for those of you who have just joined us, we have been talking about the modern woman. Uh, what that definition means if you identify with yourself as a modern woman or a traditional woman. Uh, we talked about the Proverbs 31 woman and how that relates to us now. Uh, we delved into the man, you know, do we still consider the man the head even in a modern woman role um, and how women in leader roles um, are different from those who are in non-leader roles. And Instagram-based, so if you haven't gotten anything out of tonight's show, if we want to leave you with anything it is, you know, however you define yourself to be, just make sure you're a woman of character. You know, make sure that you do all you can to be the best you can be and make sure you're living your life so that others can see your good works and glorify God in heaven. You know, I always have to make it biblical, so. Oh, amen. Amen to that. that is, <laughs> that's a good word. Leah, Leah all, you always do a good word, girl. Always. I found it. I found okay. it. 
This stands, I think this would be a, a great representation for us. The word queen, bro- broken down on each letter. Q, quintessential woman. She's a perfect example of a woman of her class. So, ladies, be the example of your class, the perfect example, you. She has the ultimate presence. When she walks in the room, that presence, that ultimate, almost like that Michelle Obama presence walking in the room. She has the ultimate. Be your own. Be your own Michelle Obama. Be Leah, Abby, you know, we be our own um, presence. But she has the ultimate presence. That's for you. E, she has excellent character. Excellent character. It's not flawed. And um, if and if she makes a mistake, she makes it right. The other E, she's empowered. She is empowered. The N, she has no nonsense. She does not deal with nonsense. Somebody. So Q, quintessential, she's a perfect example. U, she has the ultimate presence. E, she has excellent character. Second letter E, she's empowered. N, she is no nonsense. And Pastor R.C. Blake, I follow him, and he broke that down. He did a 40-minute session on this, and it was on point because he's having a Queenology um, in Houston um, Queenology, love it. Uh-huh. But anyway, just want to share that with y'all. Love it. So take that for the modern woman. Let that be the queen in you, because everybody has a queen. It's either um, you tap into it or you haven't. Mm-hmm. You know, it's conscious or unconscious. And some people are unconscious queens because they don't even know they're one. That's right. So, yes. Well, as we wrap, we have time for just maybe a few uh, hot topics. Again, I don't know if you guys saw the Miss USA pageant last Sunday, did any of you all see it or hear about it? No. Miss mm, okay. USA, well, actually, another African American oh. lady won. She was beautiful. Yes. She's out of yes. D.C. Yes, yes. and so there was South a Carolina lot of State. backlash. Too. Yes, she did uh, HBCU. Woo hoo. I believe her name is Kara mm-hmm. McCullough, I want to say. That's her name. And so she's getting mm-hmm. a lot of flack because she asked, she was asked the question, um, is health care a, a right or a privilege? And she said it's a privilege. And she got a lot of backlash for it. I don't know if she, you know, is firm on, on her stance on that or not. But anyway, still shout out to her. I think everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Um, that's why we live in America. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, I know. That but was, the last uh, Go ahead, Lakeisha. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I was, I was thinking that last. Thing. Yeah, that was kind of, you know, somebody asked you a question, you got to answer in, in two seconds. You know, who knows if she right. really stands on that? You know, but okay, carry on. Okay, carry on. <laughs> the last hot topic, which I sure hate to talk about, but um, I am close with this family, Terrence Crutcher. If you guys have not heard about him, back in September of last year, he was shot by a a white police officer in Tulsa, Oklahoma. They just had the trial Mm -hmm. last week. They concluded the trial last last night, and Officer Betty Shelby was found not guilty of first-degree manslaughter. And so I just wanted to use the platform that I had to, yes, to send a special prayer to the Crutcher family, the Seals family, 
Uh, I taught with um, Terrence Crutcher's aunt. We were in the same class together. I went to school with his first cousin. Um, I know his parents very well. They are very um, influential in the Tulsa, Oklahoma area. So I, I definitely want to send my love and prayers to that family as they try to make sense of something that is just uh, it's heartbreaking um, as a nation to still go through police brutality. So prayers to them, and I, I hope that this is a another learning lesson, and I hope that we get to the point where we can, you know, become educated on policing, and I hope that police become educated on um, on our culture and how to deal with African Americans and, and really treat us equally. So shout out to the Crutcher family and, and prayers, and prayers for the city of Tulsa for sure. Yes, yes, definitely praying for them in the situation. Um, another show that we could talk with um, a couple of men who um, even have experienced similar situations that have, you know, just to talk about their thoughts on these things, you know. Uh, uh, the deep breath that goes on in my mind is, is that that's heavy. That is heavy. So um, it's very heavy. We're making it, yeah. Leah, what has been the general reaction in the community? Now I have not checked today, but last night, you know, there was obviously anger, but. This family is so classy. They're a God-fearing family. They would never spew hate or spew, um, you know, horrible protests. They don't mind the protesting, but just, you know, do it in a peaceful way. And so I don't know if there's been any any protests today, but um, I know that a lot of people are just extremely angry about it. And because we really thought this time there would be justice, this time with a video showing that he was actually walking away with nothing in his hands and they thought that he may shoot with there was – no gun in the car, you know. We thought this time something would be different, and no, still the same. Mm, I tell you, um, and that is one of the reasons. And you talk about, you know, starting kids off early, and you want them to honor and do all that when it comes to public servants. That's why they react sometimes the way they react because they know it's almost killed kill or be killed or killed or you know they're not going to believe me they're not going to who's going to fight for me who's going to you know and because of just police are I'll say this I know we got to do probably um, a quick round up but police are they're trained to react and I'm not saying we need more police on the street, but we need more interventions, especially when it comes to um, all these things that go on. Different. We we need to go back to economic training, proper proper training of police officers, because the stereotype and everything is so real. They're fearful. They have all this PSD. They're ex-military, and we don't take care of our military. So here they come. They come in. And they have all these issues they're trained to kill. You can't put a man in in, in, in these type of roles, or a woman who's been overseas killing everything in sight, even children, and which they don't talk about. And then you're going to bring them over, you debrief them for two weeks and put them in a police uniform. That would be a good statistic to look up. How many police officers are ex-military and who have served overseas? Right. 
because well, it's coming down the yeah. pipe. And but you know, I've also heard where, and and I don't know how many actually feel this way, but I've heard an ex-military police officer actually say we're trained to know the difference between a threat and someone who's not a threat. Um, now, when you're dealing with someone with PTSD, that, that definitely you should never be putting a gun in somebody's hand who has PTSD. <coughs> but right. they're all, they're, they, I've, heard, I've heard one actually say we actually know the difference between a life-threatening situation and one that's not. You know, in, in this particular case, her partner has sense enough to use a taser. You know, why didn't she? Why didn't she use a taser? Um, if, if 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 her life was not in in danger, he his life was more in danger than hers because <coughs> of the condition of his his mental status at the time. You know, he could have right. ran to traffic or something like that. His life was more in danger. So yeah. it could have yeah. easily she could have easily shot at the leg. She could have easily tasered him. You know. And that's yeah. the part that yeah. that's grievous. That's the part. That's yeah. the part that you know is difficult to understand. And then she got off. Right. And then she got off. Yeah. Um, well, but we're gonna we're gonna hold this. Actually, we have like thirty seconds before the show cuts off, so I don't want to cut anybody off mid stride. But I enjoy all of you, mm-hmm. ladies, once again. Yeah. Thank you all for tuning in to Queen Conversations. We will pick that topic back up. And because <laughs> we ended with that topic. I'm going to end this show with Black Lives Matter song. So if there's cuss words, forgive us now because I didn't prep this beforehand, <laughs> but we're just going to announce to the world that Black Lives Matter. Love you guys. Have a good night. Love you. Good, good night. night. Tune in the next time for our next Queen Conversation. Mike Brown, Tommy Rice, Eric Corner, Trayvon Martin. I deserve to live like you. Yeah. I deserve to breathe like you. Yeah. I'm standing in this booth. Aiming. Cerebella, my young black youth Gotta be careful what you tell them Cause they will believe and they will achieve And they will accomplish well beyond Whether they are CEOs or running base Like Mary Bond's intelligent But they rather see us catching bullets Black skin threatens them So they go to the hip and pull it Like trouble, man, I see it all so clearly Like the reflection off of my bezel Statue with liberty, still got our hands up
but they talking down when we do it. They don't wanna talk about this injustice. They just wanna talk about my people looting. What up? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.